0: Lovers quarrel, it's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on world? Hey everybody. It's your guy TJ Mr. New Cool.
1: And it's your girl Danny, your ostensibly overwhelmed orangutan.
0: Oh my god, what got you overwhelmed? First off, what is the first word? Ostensibly?
1: what? Ostensibly. It means like apparently. And, le- and for lack of a better term. Now, did you
0: just find that word, or was that already in your repertoire?
1: I know. Like, I don't use it often, but I know ostensibly, yes. I mean,
0: listen, you be having shit in your repertoire. I already know.
1: Well, I try, you know, and you I... You but... I'm just trying to, uh, you I'm know... we are trying
0: work. to get on your level. I mean, that's the reason why I started the vocab thing. I wanted to make sure that I can, you know, compete.
1: Hopefully. Well, I, I appreciate that. I... Uh, not one for competition. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be a competition, except for our word of the week. But you know.
0: You know I dust you in anything else.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. Um. So welcome to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Um. And as always, if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your second time listening, welcome back. Um. If this is your third or more time listening, you are family, or as T.J. would like to call you, you are a lover. What's going on, lovers? Um, so how are you doing, my good sir?
0: I'm alright. And yourself?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I can't I cannot complain. Um I it's a rainy Saturday. The weather's been like hit or miss. Like it's like really beautiful, sunny, hot, or it's humid, muggy, rainy. But um the only thing is like down here too, especially so we get the rain, which ho- makes all the cicadas go into hiding, but then whenever it like stops, they come back out. I feel like with a vengeance, um, and like right now because it is raining as we record, you can't hear the them outside. But like for the last, gosh, I guess almost a month now, you literally just hear like this like a wall of sound, which is like their their mating call. And I mean, the good thing is that it's kind of like it blends into the background for the most part because you really can't because it never stops except for like it, when it stops, it stops completely. But then when it's on, it's on completely with no like pauses. So for what it's worth, but um, but, but yeah, that's all I got right now. You ready to jump right into it? Let's rock! All right, so I'm going up. Are you going up or down?
0: Um, I'm gonna say like I'm in the middle. It's not really a down, but it's an up.
1: All right, so you go first and I'll go second. All right. Uh, so which one am I saying? Am I giving like a lukewarm up or a like... I
0: mean, be creative, you know? Staying here.
1: <laughs> first floor. <laughs> there you
0: go. Um, actually, no, we can go up. Come on, let's go up.
1: All right. Going up.
0: And the reason why I was saying that is because, you know, now that I've lost... A lot of this weight thank you to the the tool of a weight loss surgery um i have an abundance of like clothes that i can fit that before wasn't even an opportunity Mm -hmm. um so it's a it's a up but the reason i said it was down is because it's like it's an abundance like shit that i couldn't fit before i can fit Mm -hmm. and now it's like Relearning what I can fit, what looks good, what doesn't look good. Honestly, it makes me want to dress even more. And I think you know, this COVID kind of saved us because it allowed me like to, you know, purchase some items, try shit on, figure it out. But like when outside opens back up, I got outfits, I got shit ready. Feel me? Yes, Don't roll mean, your eyes
1: because you be doing a lot of shopping.
0: I mean, listen, I've always did a lot of shopping. Always. But now, but, but now it gives me a reason to. None of my shit fit anymore.
1: I don't I don't even mind that you do all the shopping as long as you just get rid of the other stuff that don't fit you anymore. You won't at least not for my taste, I'll say that. You don't part ways with the shit that you did that does it that's too big for you now fast enough for my liking.
0: I do get rid of it.
1: You can get rid of it. A lot more. of times
0: I'll be trying to wait to like give it to people because I don't like the like I stopped giving stuff to goodwill because goodwill resells it. So I, I'd rather give it away to someone for people in need, not give it to Goodwill so Goodwill can make a profit off of it. I understand um, that and so, I can respect that. And so, you know, I try to give it to people who can be what? beneficial out of it and not just give it to someone to sell, so. Yeah. But but I've definitely got, gotten better.
1: You've gotten, you've gotten somewhat better, That's but you crazy, but you've definitely, you've gotten somewhat better, but you also, like, you be, like, you were trying to go, like, the, so there were bags of clothes in the basement that TJ was ready to get rid of and then he was like, I just want to see if my brother wants any of this stuff. So next time he comes down, you know, he'll try them on. And if he fits them great, if not, if he doesn't want them or can't fit them, excuse me, um, then I'll donate them. His brother had had come down at some point, tried on the things he tried on, took what he took, everything else was to be there, everything else was to remain there, was, was there left over. So I'm like, all right, cool, that means everything else, can we just we don't have to go through this again, we can just toss it, like you know, donate. We had to go through the bags again,
0: I had to go through it. No, I didn't go through it again.
1: We, do, When we were in the ones in the basement, in the closet?
0: I went, no, I didn't go through it. I didn't pull everything out. I looked at the top step and I was just making sure that it wasn't, making sure that there was nothing else. But that was necessarily, I mean, that was really it. I mean, I also had, I mean, if anything, I may have went through it because I wanted to make sure that if there was any suits, I wanted to separate them so I can donate them for a suit drive. Okay. There's a method to my madness. You may not understand it. You may not like it, but it's but a method you, but to my you, madness.
1: Can you agree that you have a hard time parting ways with stuff?
0: I used to. I don't I don't feel like better. I have. I've definitely gotten better. I mean, you're not going to give me my props. You've you gotten better. Anytime you ju- give me my props.
1: No, I'm saying you've gotten better. You know what? But I can't expect you to be on a level that I'm on. That's okay.
0: That's because you're don't give. A, that's because you wasteful. I'm not wasteful. You don't mind throwing away something and, and, and if you have to rebuy it in, in the next month or two Or within the next year, you're like, well, it was worth it because it's not here anymore.
1: Well, you'll keep something and buy it and still buy another version of it.
0: Mm, Not necessarily.
1: Mm, Yeah, you will. Not
0: necessarily. How many
1: black hoodies do you own?
0: I own a lot, but that's not... A black hoodie is different. Okay. Black is my favorite color. Even though black is not a color for anyone who's going to be like,
1: black is not a color. and We're we're not going to hold up on that, but... I am happy that you're in a place where you can try on, you know, and and expand your wardrobe because you're smaller so you can try new things whatever. Mm-hmm, nigga. I just I I, I uh, on a personal and arguably selfish note, I would love for you to just also rid yourself of more things as fast as you are adding things to your I have
0: your, gotten rid of a lot we of You got a lot stuff.
1: of big ass t-shirts that don't fit.
0: Where are those t-shirts at? Hanging up in the closet. So let's go through them when this is over.
1: Okay. And hanging up there. and it... I have
0: a lot of like alpha stuff that I just can't okay, donate.
1: You can ju- you can give them to other frat brothers. I can't. No
0: one else wears what I used to wear. Who's not a four? It has to be my number for me to give them my number stuff. Shred it. Again. Anyway. no, well, It was going up. Now we're going down because Danny over here nagging. I'm not nagging. nagging ass nagger.
1: Whatever. But... Um, are you, is that, does that conclude your elevator?
0: Yeah, it has to. (laughs) Oh, oh, nagger.
1: Well, I'm going to continue going up. And my up for this week, um, this episode was that I was successful in getting out of the house, not once, but twice this weekend. Mm -hmm. So Friday I met up with my sister and her friend, our friend, Um, and we went to this like great restaurant lounge called the manor, um, in, um, downtown Baltimore. And it's, I don't want to say side, I call it like a gay bar or gay lounge or anything like that, or, but it is like, I mean, but it does like that, that is part of their like target audience or population of, of, patrons, but it has like a. It just had a really dope vibe. It had like cool. The food was good. I had me a cool little mocktail, and then they have like different floors, and they have a lounge area and pool table, and it was just giving you like old school, like very chill. It was just a vibe, and um, and then they did now. I will say like the night like more progressively like became more tailored to like the LGBTQ community because it was um they had a drag show. And then even after and then after that, I think there was a party. But I left before the party started. And so um, I just had an amazing time just being someplace other than the house, being someplace other than like Baltimore County, like between my house, my sister's house, my mom's house, Target
0: and the grocery store. But you're so scared to go outside. So it's...
1: Um, I, I'm cautious about certain places, but I'm not like.
0: Like sis, you already had the vid, so. Okay,
1: but I'm also being mindful. I'm not vaccinated yet. That is something that I will be, um, soon enough, um, and by the end of July, I I will have started that process, but I am, like, I'm not, I'm not scary per se, as if it's like, it's like, I'm not going to be at some like concert right now. Like I can't like for a multitude of reasons, but I think it's just like. It's treading, you know, it's it's trying to be, like, tread carefully. Like, yes, things are opening back up. I'm you want to be mindful, but I don't want to necessarily be jumping out here, like, gallivanting or whatever, still knowing that, like, we have Tatum at home and things like that. So there's, like, there's, like, you know, there was, like, we had our own, you know, we were at a table. We were, like, pretty, you know, we had a, a decent amount of space between us. The the servers were masked, you know. So we had our masks off while we were eating, but then, like, when we were... Upstairs in the lounge like when we had our little section that we were sitting in we of course we removed our mask then but like when I was moving around I had it on and then you know when the show started I had it on you know so it it was definitely more of a mixed bag like I feel like the more places I go now you'll see like some people mask some people not mask it's still more on the mask side than not but it's you know transition it's just it is transitioning but I'm still trying to be careful so I have relaxed some of my expectations but I'm not gonna I'm not just like out here out here because I feel like that would be foolish. Um, and, um, but it was nice to get out cause it's, you know, it's a, it's summer. It's the summer after we've all been locked in the house and we can really do stuff. Um, everybody, more people feel more conf- confident than ever in doing things. Um, and I'm pregnant. So it's like, I don't even get to like, you know, I don't know. I think I don't get because of COVID, maybe because I'm pregnant, maybe because of what I, I don't know. It's not like I'm like in... I'm invited certain places, but then it just depends on like, because everyone not, probably knows that
0: you're scary, so they like, we're not gonna invite her because she's not gonna come out. So, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I'm just saying like you've you've already had it, so you have the antibody. So as long as you're doing the mask and doing everything else, you should be fine.
1: I understand that. And so, have I, you ever
0: spoken to your doctor about it? Like, hey, I want to get out the house, but
1: um, my my OB. Specifically, um, my obstetrician specifically, or, or like more, or, or, or our primary, or your primary, not to my primary. I haven't like specifically talked to my OB about that. I've more so talked about the vaccine and about you know antibodies for the baby and all that stuff like that. But I haven't talked about necessarily the level of like outside I can be at this time. I think where I am is good, but ultimately, like I'm not trying to say like oh I'm what was me. People aren't you know inviting me places or whatever. But I will say that like it's. Because I I have been, but it's also just like sometimes there's other things going on or, um, you know, it's maybe doesn't occur or whatever. So I'm just trying to get back into the, the fold in a cautious manner, but in a manner that lets me socialize a little bit more because I can admit that like I've been like, you know, craving a little bit more outside time, socialization time with friends, being places other than just my home, um, because as much as I am a homebody, I do enjoy like socialization with the people I love. So that's what it's worth. And then the next day, TJ's um, colleague invited us. Uh, he and his wife were having, we're staying downtown and they have like a, uh, a hotel and they have a really nice pool area with a bar and restaurant area. So we were outside and we were able to have lunch or late lunch with them. Um, so that was really nice. And it was just it was just really nice and refreshing to like get up and get dressed and go somewhere and if i'm being honest like the summertime as we're about to be officially in summer as of this time next week um we i um like summer is my favorite season i just like the sun i like being out i like the how everybody's outside i like how everybody's like I don't know there's just more, more daylight and everything like that. I think to me, it just feels like people are generally in a better disposition in the summer than any other time of the year. (coughs) Excuse me. So it's, you know, it's my favorite season. So that's another reason why I'm very grateful to have been able to get out of the house. But with that, I will stop talking about my uh, elevator and we can move on to our relationship tip of the week. You start that thing off. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so my relationship tip of the week is um, based off of a recent experience TJ and I had exchange or whatever you want to call it. Um, and what it is 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 that in your relationships of any sort, speak your truth. But once you once you feel like your truth is heard and validated, don't weaponize your truth like don't use it to beat a dead horse or to belabor the point about what you feel about it, right? so because that was something that I did um with a particular subject that uh, uh, uh between t j and I and I waited a long time to really be honest about how I felt. And then once I did get honest about it, if there were, if there was an opportunity for me to like reinforce how I felt or to bring up how I felt, if the topic came up or it was even near the topic of that, I did. And um, maybe at one point I didn't feel like my truth was heard or validated. So maybe that's why I did it. But then once it was, then it's really not for me to have to keep kind of driving home that point. So I hope that makes sense to folks because it's just like, You want to speak your truth, but you don't want to do it to the point where it's like you're just trying to like any chance you get. You want to be like, well, this is how I feel or this is what's going on or this is like this is my truth. This is my truth. This is my truth, especially if you've been heard, especially somebody's like, I hear you and I understand you or I feel you or I'll change or I'm sorry or whatever you're looking for in that in that situation. Because then it goes from being truthful about it to trying to like overwhelm the person or lord it over them whatever and so that's my thing it's like just speak your truth but once you feel like your truth has been validated then you can you don't necessarily have to bring it up
0: do you have an example
1: do you want me to use what we talked about
0: i'm not even sure what
1: we're talking about the name
0: i mean sure why not
1: so the example is because I can I can appreciate that my my tip is can seem a little bit convoluted because of yeah. So y'all know that we're having a baby obviously you know that it's a boy and I think we've said on here at least at least once before that it's going to be um it's a boy so he's going to be named after TJ and um which would make him Terence the third because I don't I don't have we ever said that your are you're, the T and TJ stood for well TJ is Terence jr so there and what it came down to oh,
0: no you gave the world the secret
1: shut up so what it comes down to is that I've never been a fan of the name Terence like I don't I don't call TJ Terence I don't his dad doesn't really go by Terence at least not in personal like relationships or whatever um so I don't call him Terrence. And, um, and uh, you know, like, so, yeah, I'm just, like, not the biggest fan of that name, right? And so when it feels like a million years ago, like, before Tatum, before we even knew that we were going to have, before, when we knew that we were going to be together, but we knew that we had to think about names because TJ's family has a tradition of the, children children in that family all name names all start with the letter t so there was and i have i have feelings about that in the sense of like you know when i was younger i was like oh you know some little girls think about what they're going to name their kids like all the time when they're growing up and i had other names in mind and that i liked but when you know understanding that this was an important tradition to tj then i had to Um, you know, put that to the side and start to develop names that started with the letter T that I also liked because none of the names I had thought of before started with the letter T. So we came up with two girl names, two boy names in the event that, you know, whatever combination of kids we had, not that we wanted four, but just that we we had... Now I
0: wanted four. Well, go ahead.
1: Anyway, but there there was no guarantee we was going to have two and two either. So, but anyway, point being is we had the names picked out. Then on top of that, TJ, when it came to boy names, TJ always wanted his, if he had a son, his firstborn son, to be named after him.
0: I like that's most men, but go
1: ahead. Um, and I have my thoughts and feelings about that, which I can see both sides of. Um, um, and I wasn't as. So, when we had these conversations, which again, I would probably say maybe we started having them more seriously like when we got married, but that was still <clears throat> three years before we even got pregnant with you Tatum. You drink,
0: bro? Something in your throat?
1: I don't know. I'm okay. Um, and TJ wanted to name him after himself. And I really wasn't as upfront or as direct or as honest about me, like not liking the name Terrence and then also not necessarily being a big fan of like juniors, thirds, fourths, and so on and so forth. It's just something that like it doesn't like regardless of who it is it's just not a thing that I was a big a particularly big fan of and but because I knew I knew how much it mattered to him I wasn't as direct about it right, and honest about it in the beginning, and I don't know if that would have changed the outcome had I been that way, like, we would have come to the middle and been like, oh, we're gonna, you know, we'll still do a teename, name, but we'll do a, a teen name that's not named after you, whatever, Um, for our first son, and um, and so much later, um, I finally was more tr- candid about, like, me just not being a, na- a fan of the name Terence in general like it's just not a name like if TJ's name was i don't know Tristan and he was and we were thinking of boy names and the boy name was Terence came up I would have been like no so you know it's just not it wasn't something that I was a big fan of and when I finally was honest with about it and like kind of direct about it um it hurt TJ's feelings a bit cuz i mean obviously your name is your name and if people have if you have any semblance of like pride or you know just like of your name, that can be a bit hurtful, and I understood that. um And so that was the first thing. That was me speaking my truth. So that's the first part of this like tip. Um, I can't say for sh- I can't say that immediately. I felt like my feelings were like heard or validated as far as that was concerned. Like understanding I wasn't trying to be hurtful, but that is just a preference. Like I can't say with hundred percent certainty. Like TJ was like, "While this hurts me, I understand that. Like you know, it's just a preference thing." But I do think that like over time he at least accepted it that like this was just an opinion I had and even though he didn't you know it was a bit hurtful to him um whether unintentional or not and so from that point on I should have been better at like I said what I had to say and to whatever extent TJ could or should have accepted it he did um but sometimes especially probably since we've gotten we we found out this baby is a boy When that part would come up, I would sometimes like, you know, be a little bit like begrudging about it. Like, yeah, you know, and so that's the part where it's like, you don't want to beat the dead horse, right? Because I've made it clear, I'm not a big fan of that name, never have been, and but I've made that abundantly clear to TJ and, you know, it's not going to change what we name our son at this point. So, um... We, I need to, you know, not kind of like be him over the head of like, I don't like your name, you know, or it's not my favorite name in the world or anything like that, which is why you never hear me call, you never hear me call him Terrence. You'll hear me call him TJ, but there's other nicknames he has that, that people call him and I don't call him that people. Some people call him Tej. I don't like that really. I don't love that either. But, and so I don't really call him that, but it's a, you know, cause it's just a matter of preference. But I think it kind of like, it got, it kind of got um, bubbled back up in the fact that like the baby's got a name is going to be Terrence too. So that's where that came from. So I hope that this very long winded relationship tip helps people in that you want to make sure that you're being honest and direct from the beginning, but you also want to make sure that once you're honest and direct truth is heard and validated to whatever capacity it needs to be, that you don't like keep revisiting it because then I could start to turn into like you're weaponizing it to hurt the other person which is was not my intent it was just my my frustration coming out but um but yeah that's that's where it is so i hope that that made more sense and clarify folks um and i hope that that made more sense to you and I hope we,
0: you- we already discussed it, so, I mean, it is what it is. I can't help that that's my name. And No, you can't. Absolutely my name is not. my name. I mean, when I was younger, yeah, call me TJ, but now that I'm older and in the professional world, some people want to call me Terrence, some people want to call me TJ. I mean, the way I feel is, like, if you're my friends and family, you call me TJ. If you're a, if you're someone I work with or whatever, then you may call me Terrence. I mean, that is my name. I'm not going to be like, oh, don't call me I really don't care. It's not that serious. But to some people, a name is like everything. That's their identity. So
1: I mean, I think, like Marlo said, my name is my name, right? So people yeah. have a le- a level. Yeah, of,
0: and my name is Terrence, so I'm not. Yeah. So there's. I don't a level hate like, it. I mean, again, for those who don't like their names, they can always go change it. They I'm could. Cool. I'm cool with my name, I and mean, that's
1: all that matters in the grand scheme of things. Exactly.
0: That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just because
1: you don't like it, don't mean I, I'm not saying it. You don't. I just it, that I know that that's my. Cross the bear or whatever, and it's not for
0: shit. I don't like Danielle. Okay. Nah, I'm playing. I don't. I don't care that much.
1: Yeah. Well, you're also not. We're not naming any of our kids Danielle or Daniel either.
0: Definitely not doing Daniel. Unless I could be like, damn Daniel. No. You don't remember that?
1: I do. Killing with the white vans, Daniel. I remember. So what that time. that so that's when it that, so the, and I think that's what brought it up. Like it's it's. <laughs> You know, that my wife
0: hates my name.
1: I don't hate your name. It's just not a name I would have chosen for you or my or not even for you. I'm not I don't really care. What do I look like? I mean, you, to me you look like a TJ. Like you look like a <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I like a TJ That's a good answer.
1: <laughs> like cuz that's what I call you. Like what do I call you other than that? And babe, like uh,
0: you probably going to be motherfucker.
1: Um fucking asshole is usually
0: probably. It is what it is. FA
1: yeah, always, always initials. See, TJ anyway, FA.
0: Our relationship tip mm-hmm. is accept your differences. Um, as Danny kind of just stated, uh, you know, we we have, as we continue growing with each other, this will make seventeen years in July. Mm-hmm. Um, seventeen years of being together, eighteen years of knowing each other, uh, eight years of being married. Um, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of differences a lot i'm loud she's not, not. As loud i'm funny she's not as funny you know it's just a lot of things i get fly she gets fly on occasion um
1: i was gonna say something so smart right now
0: are you gonna say about my two like, <laughs> i already know it i got a full set
1: <laughs> <laughs> you rolled over two and impossible <laughs>
0: But I'm not funny. Okay. That was good timing. <laughs> but you learned that from me. You've been around me long enough that you've not, learned, nigga, you learned how I was, to get timing. I was like, funny
1: before you. I was funny. I'll be funny. Anyway. I mean,
0: you were like white person funny. You know what I mean? No,
1: I, I, just because I got highbrow humor. Just because I didn't... You know, you know, you were like, you know... I, got, I understood all types of humor. You were just more I understand like... It. I no, like, I
0: understood all types of humor. Caveman humor. I just like the humor that I like.
1: Okay, and I liked what I like. I, I did, like humor that makes you think. But I, I like humor that makes you, you know, guffaw. Anyway,
0: like I said, I got you here, so... You got me here. Back to what I was saying. All I right. read you, you know. Nigga, please. Um You know, accepting our differences, you know, we are learning how to accept our differences. Um, you know, Danny more so than me, I would say, because she doesn't like anything about me.
1: That's not true. She don't like
0: my name, so she has to accept that, you know. You know, I
1: had to. I had to. Ac- I had to come to acceptance because you wanted to name our son after you. So that's why I had to accept it. If we were naming him something else, it wouldn't really be a thing. Like, yeah, maybe Terrence wouldn't be a name I would pick. But I have like names. names- I'm saying that
0: to to be to be joking. Yeah. At the end of the day, the major thing is that when you're in relationships, friendships, any type of ships, you have to accept your differences. There has to be like. Like we're not all the same. If we were all the same, then we would definitely be boring as fuck. So, you know, um, accept your differences, accept your partner differences, accept your friends' differences, uh, you know, and that to me will be the key to making sure that your relationship stays strong. It's like, you know, we're not all the same and that's okay. But accepting, understanding those differences and not judging that person because they think a certain way or they do things a certain way should not be the main catalyst, so...
1: Mhm.
0: And with that, I yield. I win. Thank you, y'all.
1: Oh my gosh. Anyway, so that was you know a lengthy relationship tip of the week, but we I hope mean, that you're you- lengthy.
0: You know, see that's a difference. I'm straight to the point. Danny's gonna take seven years, but it's okay. I have to learn how to you know sometimes I'll just be tuning it out. Okay, you might I'll be like, more wrapped it. You up. might be
1: more. You might be more. Like, you're not as, you're more brief, but it doesn't mean that everybody understands what you're talking about.
0: Shit, sometimes I don't understand what I'm talking about. But that's besides the point.
1: <laughs> okay. So, anyway, um, now it is time for our Black History Fact. Would you like to go first? Yes.
0: Okay. My Black History Fact is on June 13th, 1963, Robert C. Weaver uh, gave his speech, The Negro as an American. Um, he delivered it in New York City, where he articulates the position of moderate civil rights ab- advocates who want a racially integrated society. Um, Mr. Robert C. Weaver was the first African American appointed to a U.S. cabinet-level position and the first person and African American to serve on the United States Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, also known as HUD, under. President Lyndon B. Johnson. He also was a member of the 45 prominent African Americans known as the Black Cabinet, which was uh, which was an which was an informal group of African American public policy advisors that was established under Franklin D. Roosevelt. Um, so he was assisting with uh, giving a black voice mm-hmm. during the time of brother. uh I say brother, sorry, I went to work real quick. Under Franklin mm-hmm. D. Roosevelt, which was during the New Deal. Am I correct, Danny? Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought that this was just powerful because, you know, the way that they paint African-Americans, and, and I, I, say this, I say this often, but the way that they paint African-Americans, they made it seem like we didn't do anything. Um, yeah. And, you know, these black history facts just show us time and time again that African-Americans were doing stuff. We were limited, but those who got through, they got through. Mm-hmm. They were able to do things, you know. So the fact that he's the first to run HUD and he was the first man. Well, yeah. I don't know if there's ever been a woman for HUD. But he was the first person ever. And he was an African-American. We don't talk about this stuff, you know. And it's so crazy when you think about it. Because, again, this is U.S. history. yeah. But we don't... I've never heard about Mr. Weaver before.
1: Because that's what they do. they, They... They utilize us and we build this country and we um we built this country on our backs and we contributed every step of the way but the erasure of black and browns people from um our history is like as american as apple pie because that's and that's why they don't understand why People want the recognition that they want right now. So and, and why that you know it's important that we go back. It's important why you have critical race theory. It's important like you understand it. It's, it's an entire system. It's well, not just like the
0: critical race theory thing is like getting big. Like well, people Cause, cause, are resigning cause from schools cause because the Republicans need about a it.
1: they need a boogeyman. So, so
0: it's yeah no I mean listen it's up to us. To teach our kids and to teach the future generation about black history and really teach them about about black history. I mean, again, the benefit, I always say social media is the devil, but the benefit of the internet is that we can research it mm-hmm. way faster.
1: The information is there. It can't be hidden from you.
0: Yeah. Like before, you had to go to the library or mm-hmm. look inside an encyclopedia or whatever to find information. And even then, you know, they would switch stuff or whatever but now you can kind of find anything that you're looking for um and again it's up to us to figure it out i mean again look at all the great inventions that african americans made throughout the years Mm -hmm. i mean the fucking great music that we've made and because we couldn't go on the radio white people stole it and
1: oh yeah whitewashing so all day every day well, I I mean, I think it speaks to it. And that's why we, you know, we share our, our history facts every episode because, you know, what started as something that we just wanted to do for Black History Month, like a year or two ago, we were like, fuck it. Like, let's just make sure we highlight something that we didn't know, or maybe we did know we didn't know when it happened, or how long ago, or how recent it happened, and in order to kind of just give, to broaden our horizons with that. Um, and so to stay on that wave, um, there's probably a little bit more well-known um, but on this day that we're recording, which is June thirteenth, um, in nineteen sixty-seven, Thurgood Marshall, the U.S. Solicitor General, is named the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court by President Johnson. He was confirmed by the Senate on August thirtieth and became the first Black Supreme Court Justice. Um,
0: and he's an alpha.
1: Yes, that he is.
0: I'm just. I was just saying. Yes. I don't think you add that in your notes, so.
1: I did not have that in my notes, but no. I, I I did know he was an alpha.
0: I, I'm just saying, people got to know.
1: People need to know. People yes,
0: ne- people need to know. You know that right? our,
1: our 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 black Greek organizations are uh, filled with many people who have commit who are first. One
0: hundred percent. No, I mean the MPHC, the the black Greek organizations. Uh, We have a lot of heavy hitters who historically Mm -hmm. did a lot of great things. It's just not always projected out there. I mean, if you know, you know. But if you don't know, you might not know. But, Mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of people think that our organizations are legal gangs and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. They think about all the negative things. Again, you know, our organizations are non-hazing organizations. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there are some bad apples out there. But that's what people associate it with. But when you, like, really think about it, like the reason why our organization is created and what the they had members that we've had, well, members in those other organizations, the brothers in my organization, sisters in your organization, mm-hmm. like the things that they've done and, and are doing.
1: It's, un, it's it's remarkable, quite honestly. 100%. And deserves the recognition that it sometimes gets and sometimes doesn't get. Um But thank you for sharing that and you know, thank you guys for listening to this part because then we hope that you learned something. And now it is time for us to transition into what is sometimes the best, worst, or uncomfortable or whatever you want to call it part of the show. And that is our Oh,
0: wait. Yep. I was just I was gonna wait to see if you wanna like throw a curveball or not, but I mean if you're afraid, just say that.
1: TJ is... I forgot to include TJ's word of the week. So, before we get you into get our quarrel, little, You
0: get one little win last week, and now you just...
1: I had a bunch of wins. I had one loss the week before that. All right, then. So, and again...
0: Then, just give me the word. That's what happens when shrieks end.
1: Okay. Well, this week is Those another week, word.
0: the word is gelid. Gelid. Very cold, icy, or frosty. Very. Those Alpha Brothers over there are gelid. it
1: <laughs> I have no idea how to spell this. So... Can you? Can I hear somebody else pronounce it though, just in case? That's
0: so crazy.
1: We have to accept each other's differences. (laughs) Pronunciation is a difference between you and me.
0: Gelid. 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 Let me do one more time for you. Gelid. Gelid. Hey, hey, Rebecca, you say one more time for us? Gelid.
1: Yeah. Um, and it means cold, icy, or what?
0: Very cold, icy or frosty.
1: I have no idea.
0: Okay, well you still gotta go. Or oh, you could forfeit.
1: Um I'm not gonna forfeit. I'd rather spell it wrong than forfeit. Um gel it. Um Hmm J or G. G-E-L-L-O-T Which I know is wrong But
0: You said G-E-L-L-O-T
1: You said jell That's what I heard jell Oh gelid. That's jell Oh
0: You asked for the pronunciation and everything so Okay So that's what you heard I mean you heard wrong I right, which you is fine G-E-L-I-D Jell-It
1: Oh well at least I got the first le- First couple letters right
0: You did but you still got it wrong, so it doesn't matter. That's okay. You could have spelled every single letter except for the last one correct. And it still means you, you took out. So
1: That's okay. Hold that. I,
0: now you can give this amazing introduction to the choral. Go ahead.
1: And now it is time for our... Uh, Lover's quarrel, sometimes, like I said, the fun, most fun or most uncomfortable or most ten- tenuous or more, most uh, exciting part of the show, depending on where me and TJ take it. Um, and yeah, so with that said, we have, our quarrel this week is kind of, well, I guess we kind of started touching on it, or maybe we used, what we talked about in our relationship tip was kind of us practicing what we learned about in therapy, right? Right. Um, because we had, um, y'all know that we said, you know, we told y'all we started couples therapy and this past Thursday session went really well. The Thursday before was really bad. Um, and I am, I guess what I'm, I guess what I wanted to highlight was that, you know, TJ and I learned some like techniques that were, you know, still very fresh and new about, but, um, to practice how we communicate to, with each other. And, you know, the whole point of this show is that TJ and I, like we, our tagline says, we fuss, we fight, but we love. And fussing and fighting are, you know, inevitable in any relationship. But I think the part that he and I, and I think a lot of people have to work on in their relationships is, as our therapist would say, is becoming each other's safe space. Um, and I think that TJ and I... Sometimes we were each other's safe space, but more times than not we weren't um what do you Say it again? I think sometimes you and I would be each other's safe space, but I think more times than not we weren't each other's safe space because that was part of what like the practice of like our technique and stuff was so I was saying, do you agree with that about like us being not being each other's safe spaces more times than not
0: um. I don't know. I've always looked at you as you could be my safe space, but I think it just depends on what is is and what the moment is. But
1: well, I think could be is different. It, yeah, it could be, but like we're not. It wasn't like a like I I do you think that like there were things where you were like I can be vulnerable with Danny regarding any topic all the time every day like did you feel that way like no, 100% 100% of the time
0: there's sometimes that you know depending on wh- what your mood is or whatever it, it may not be something or you know what I mean I I don't I don't know how to really explain it
1: I I feel like there were times where like there were things I could come to you with but then other things that I felt like I could not come to you with because I felt like I wasn't going to be like to to the point like I wasn't going to be so like what our therapist said is like you know being a safe space is about hearing and validating the other person's feelings not just combating them or disagreeing with them or then listening to respond so you're just sharing what you think it's about making sure you understand what the other person is trying to say and validating their feelings and then that way and understanding where they come from in order to then be able to be clear and then also to be able to do better. And I think that that was the part, that's the part that you and I sometimes miss with each, with, miss, with each other, excuse me. Um, and I know that like I had that sometimes with you, but I didn't have that all the time. And I would say that's the same way for you. Like you had that sometimes with me, but you didn't have that all the time with me as far as being a safe space. Um, so our therapist went to like a marriage conference the week, the weekend after we had our not a very like tumultuous session and she came back and she was like here's what you guys are gonna." i went to a conference here's what i learned here's what i want you guys to practice and it's all about creating like a dialogue um and the dialogue kind of goes with the thing of like the person is like a sender and a receiver and the sender says this is how i'm when you do this this is how i feel and then what's the next step is this is how i feel the person paraphrases re- it
0: paraphrases it, and confirms that they understood it yes the person then confirms if they did or if they didn't re-explain mm-hmm. and then that person then um the receiver then gets to ask like is there anything else
1: yeah like if you want to elaborate on anything
0: that person gets to do that then the receiver gets to inquire Uh, What part of the past Like What does this remind you of In your past
1: Yeah like your childhood And things like that Because uh,
0: Our Therapist believes that A lot of our traumas And issues Are based off of stuff That happened to us As kids Yeah um, Which I do think there are some There's definitely truth to it Truth to it Yeah Yeah
1: it's not everything But there's a lot of things As far as And as far as how we Handle Conflict and how we respond to conflict. Um, so we we learn that and then that way, like, once you make that connection, then you can start to like validate what that person's saying. And then ultimately you can you can then say like, okay, well this this is what I won't do anymore, this is what I will start doing anymore to make sure that you feel validated. And then you also and then like you then you swap because then that person can then say how they feel when you responded away, if that's if you're the person in that situation, if that's the, the dynamic in the moment. Um So I found it really helpful because sometimes it's like, we know know how to communicate, but it's just like, why, why if like we need directions or supports or guidance in how to do so many other things, like assist, assistance in other ways, why wouldn't we get it in how to best communicate with our partner? But, um, I would love to hear what you think about Art therapy and like what was going on and I mean, I what else you want to talk that we about? Had
0: a, we, had, we had a breakthrough. Um, I've always been one to be willing to try things and change and grow and take feedback. So, um, you know, it's very weird to have to do it this way. But I do think that the more you do it, it becomes second nature. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that it helps kind of deconstruct your guards because you have to remember how you do it. And you can't just... You know what I mean? It, it's kind of like the communication that you may want, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I get loud. If I'm happy, I get not loud if I'm angry. Um, and Danny sometimes does not like my loudness. Because, I mean, that's fair. But I'm also one who's like, listen, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just yelling because that's who I am. But I can understand how it can make someone feel. Right? So this kind of helps with being able to make sure that you're understanding. And and honestly, it it helps you listen to understand and not listen to respond. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a major thing. I mean, again, we're not perfect, um, but you know, things have been tough. And, uh, you know, again, we're adding another child into the world. Danny emotions are through the roof. So if I smile at her wrong, she might cry. That's a joke.
1: I but, know. And I'm uh, not that emotion- no,
0: but, emotional. No, but you are emotional. I'm an emotional person, but pregnant- and you're, and you're already emotional. So, yeah. I mean, I've never cared about how emotional Danny gets. Like, it, it just is what it is. But, you know, that's stuff that she has to overcome from her childhood and stuff like that. But I will agree that us having that conversation and us being able to break it down and us being able to, to do it, even though I was frustrated and stuff like that. I can see it working. It's something that, again, it's going to take time. We're going to have to continue doing it together. But can it work? It definitely can work. So um, I was excited to try it. And I'm pretty sure our therapist is going to be extremely excited about the progress we've made. And, you know, cause, cause, because, again, it's we're being purposeful to make sure that our relationship stays strong. Yeah. Um. And, you know, again, we've argued and. We've said things that we probably didn't mean or said things that hurt each other and stuff like that. And that that's going to happen in relationships. But it's really about how can you be better? And again, we have a daughter and soon a son, and we have to model the behaviors of what we want them to project out there to their you know, future partners and stuff like that. And I don't want Tatum thinking that you know, if you show emotions, then it's a weakness or whatever, which is why I've, oh, I mean, again, before we had Tatum, I always told Danny, like, if you cry, you cry, my nigga. Like, that's just who you are. I accept it for what it is, you know, because like I told Danny, so, uh, <laughs> people can cry and still punch you in the face. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you can laugh and joke about whatever until you punch you in the face. And I think Mike Tyson has the famous quote, like, everybody knows what to do until they get punched in the face. So. Mm-hmm. Just saying that to say, like, just because you're crying doesn't mean that you're weak. It just means that you're, that's how you release your emotions, for me. Um, but, you know, we want to do things so that way our children are better for society, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a major thing that of uh, being a parent is about. Like, you're raising someone not to be an asshole. You're raising someone to be beneficial to, this, to, to society and not a taker, abuser, user of society. So, you know... These little small tidbits of making sure that our daughter sees stuff. Again, she's seen me and Danny go at it, but she's also seen me come back and apologize. She's also seen me. Shit, I've apologized to her. Um, I've apologized to her mother in front of her because, again, I want her to be able to see that while mommy and daddy gets into an argument or it gets heated or whatever, they came back and they apologize. They came back and had a conversation, and I saw it. So they can, so so she could see the beginning, the middle, and the end as opposed to... Like when I grew up, we seen our parents argue, and then they were good. We never seen the middle. We never seen what transpired, how they got back together, the, or whatever. The
1: conflict resolution. Yeah,
0: and it was never like they came to us and was like, we're sorry that you had to see that or anything like that. It was just like, you know, it was what it was, so... You know, I I do think arguing is a part of relationships, but it's just about how you argue and what you argue about and what you say. You know, what I mean, we've talked about it before. Uh, What's that? Malcolm and and Marie, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing that movie. Some people was like, oh, my God, it's the worst movie ever. But Mm -hmm. I, I took a lot from it. And, you know, we sometimes a lot of times we argue to win. We're not arguing to understand or arguing to come to a, a solution or we're arguing because we disagree on something. This is going to help us. We're arguing to win. And sometimes we go too far um, in our arguments, you know, or, or we may say the wrong things. Or we're going to touch stuff because I want you to hurt the way that I hurt. And then when you say it's like, oh, shit, I, didn't, I wanted you to hurt. but I didn't want you to hurt that bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as my wife says, words mean things. And you can't take that shit back. Mm-hmm. A lot of times.
1: Yeah, you can't, and that's why you know. I think it's been really, it's been therapeutic. It's been hard. Like I, I, I won't even hold you. Like these last weeks, maybe, maybe months. Like T J and I, um, have been good. Like when we're good, we're good. But when we're not, we have. We have been. not
0: been on the same page. You don't gotta.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's, sugarcoat it.
1: It's been really hard for me in the sense of, like, feeling really misunderstood and then feeling really, like, emotional about being misunderstood, feeling kind of alone, um, um, and feeling kind of hurt. Like, you know, and you, tell me what you think when, like, I told you the thing about, like, breaking my heart. Like, how did that make you feel?
0: I mean, it hurt. I mean, nobody wants to break their person that they love heart or anything like that. I mean, I also don't think that I have to acknowledge how you feel. I also don't think that it's always fair because again, Mm -hmm. if my intention is not to break your heart and your heart gets broken, is it, is it like, you know what? I, I know that he didn't mean to, but you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I understand. Does that make sense? I'm trying to articulate. Yeah.
1: And that's the, And for that reason is the reason why when you come back and you apologize, I forgive you. I don't say you're going to do it again anyway, even though sometimes you do it again anyway. Because I know you and I know that you're not intending always on being hurtful, even though you're trying to speak your truth. Like I can I can it's levels to T, it's levels to TJ. Like TJ has the unintentional, loud, over the top version of himself when he's just speaking his truth. And then TJ has his like. I'm going for your fucking jugular and what sometimes he doesn't realize is that when he's even when he's still when he's still in that space of like I'm just trying to be honest, but I'm not choosing my words carefully, that part still can hurt just as much as if when he's like really trying to like hurt me. and that's why you know I said to him, you know, I love you so much I said, but sometimes when you you talk to me a certain way, it like legit breaks my heart. Like I can't, like I physically feel it in my chest and that's why, you know, it's, it, it's so much easier for me to become withdrawn or to just kind of like remove myself or to just, you know, cry or whatever. But, you know, I'm working on being more direct and upfront about how I feel good, bad, or indifferent because what I realized too is that my attempts to choose my words so carefully to make sure they go over as well as like, i think that they will go over with tj don't end up working to my favor and um that's something that i have to work on and i have to get better at and like and and exercise that muscle because if i don't then you know tj feels like i'm being unfair to him or i'm not unfair to him but like untruthful to him like i'm not being honest even even though like I'm saying the same things but if I'm using fluffy words or I'm trying to say it in a very calm not calm but like very like flowery language and then when I finally get fed up and I come with a more direct one he feels like well now we're we're getting at the truth of it but now you've let hours days weeks months go by and now you're finally getting at it and he feels like that's unfair to him which it is um so it's the thing of like us just trying to continue to work on these things because neither of us are perfect. And, um, you know, I, I don't think that either of us necessarily approach any situation with the idea of like, I'm going to fuck with this person today. TJ's not walking in like, let me see how I can fuck with Danny. Danny's not saying, how am I going to fuck with TJ and start World War Three or something like that? That's not what we're trying to, we we're seeking to do, but it sometimes feels that way. And,. That's why we, you know, the idea to go to couples therapy pretty much as soon as we found that we were having another baby came into the fold because it was like, we're going to need to get better at this. And I think now even more than ever to what you were saying, babe, is like, we have, we have, we are about to have two kids. We're about to have a son and we already have a daughter. And they also need to see what like modeling, like healthy communication looks like even when you're in conflict because I don't want to th- I don't want them looking at either of us and thinking that that's the the like in our our worst communication methods. Like I don't want them seeing those communication methods that me and you utilize against each other or with with each other and thinking that that's acceptable. I don't want them looking at either of us and how we are treated and thinking that's acceptable when we're not treating each other the way we deserve to be treated because especially like having a child of both sexes now, you know, there's going to be dynamics that get come into play of like this is oh well this is how my mother is so that's how I should be if I'm Tatum and this is how my dad is so this is how I should be if I'm Trey or you know because that stuff gets internalized or you know it could be it could be the opposite right it it doesn't even have to be with like just because I'm a girl and Tatum's a girl it could be Tatum could you know internalize TJ's approach and then Trey could be more like me and we're more withdrawn and what I don't want is for them to I want to practice and and we and I think we want to practice and work on these things because that way they know bullshit when they see it with with somebody's house, somebody's house, how somebody's talking to them. And they also know what's like effective and they can engage with people. And ultimately, as they they become adults, they're their partners in a healthy manner and can identify when it's unhealthy, you know giving them all new hangups and you know at least we, the least we can do is work on our shit so that way they can find all new hangups to be you know go to therapy about about us when they get older Is what I always say but that's all I have I mean I think this wasn't really a quarrel but this was more of like a how we're coming back from doing all the quarreling and we crawled a bit this weekend about the name thing but we practiced the, the dialogue and it's going to take more practice but we at least attempted it, which I think is a, is a step in the right direction. No,
0: I mean, definitely. I mean, uh, again, the quarrel doesn't always have to be us going at it. I mean, again, giving insight on how we went through something and how we recovered, I think is also important too. It's different sides to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes we, you know, it just is what it is, you know? So, uh, but I like talking about it, you know. I like to be able to, 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 to listen back to it and kind of, you know, give our insight on, on what it is. We're not perfect and what works for us may not work for other people, but it may. It may make someone say, oh, shit, I didn't even think about it that way. Or, mm-hmm. you know, let me let me try to do that. I mean, again, because relationship is all about communication. Always. And, and, and again, it's sometimes it's, you know, based off of how you're raised and how you look at things, it can be how you respond and react to things right so i grew up with a father who's loud shit my whole family's loud have you ever met a byerson a singleton uh if if they have any part of a byerson nine times out of ten shit i may even say ten times out of ten they're loud when we talk we're loud when we're happy we're loud When we're angry we're loud uh an argument for us is like a good time Mm -hmm. you know um And that could be a lot for a lot of people. Um, Mm. But learning how to separate when to have those and and, and stuff like that. Like I said, um, I'm grateful for Danny because Danny's very patient. So I'm able to learn. I'm able to grow and kind of learn how to do things differently because I have a partner who allows me to you know, bumps to allow, allow me to have the bumps in the roads and and all the other stuff. Somebody else may not have done that. So, um, you know, like I've said previously, finding the right partner is the most important thing, but also being willing to grow and change who you are again. And it's not, I'm changing who I am because that's what Danny, but it's like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Like to hear your wife say that you're breaking her heart. I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, that wasn't, that's not a highlight that's not something i ever want to hear and stuff like that and you know it kind of starts with this i mean even when we argue on the show you know i have to you know my friend shout out to my man rock he always says like he tells you to go over go over my head or
1: go upside your head (laughs) yeah so
0: you know um and i get it you know i can be a lot but my wife understands me and you know, it's about learning and growing and, 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 and changing. Because, again, I don't want her to be – um, I don't want Danny to have regrets. I don't want her to secretly start hating me or anything like that. Um, and, you know, this thing just comes, comes with time. But as you grow, like I said, I want to grow old with Danny. And I want us to have great times. And, you know, we got to get through these arguments and everything now so that way we have – a better foundation and growth and again we're welcoming another child and that's going to change and you know how do we manage that while still being a husband and wife and working full-time and everything else right because mm-hmm. when you have kids life don't stop you sure don't
1: and it's and that's i think that's what it comes down to is like we just want to be the best versions of ourselves for ourselves but then also for each other and for our kids cause like this you know we're in it for the long haul we're not trying to go anywhere and you know I do like I do wholeheartedly like accept TJ for who he is but I you sometimes. know what I was gonna say is that I accept you wholeheartedly for who you are but it doesn't mean that sometimes it can't be a lot to, to take on sometimes when it's the I'm there all day I'm the I'm the, I'm the recipient of all day every day TJ you know and just like you're the recipient of all day, every day, Danny. And our general demeanors are different in a lot of ways. And we accept the differences in each other, but it doesn't. And, and so, like, yeah, I accept the loud, gregarious, you know, extra, dramatic, argumentative, whatever you want to call it side of you. Because I also know that there's the kind, the tender, the funny, the smart, the, you know, thoughtful side of you as well but it doesn't mean that sometimes when i have to contend with the 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 rougher sides of you the harder to manage sides of you it doesn't mean that that doesn't become a lot for one person to bear but it's just like how it, it, it just could be a lot for you to bear with me being like sensitive and emotional and you know, yeah. long-winded and... But it's the, about uh,
0: sharpening your, your your tools. It's about growing and it's about changing who you are. And just because you were okay with me year eight don't mean that year 17, you're going to be still comfortable with it. it Who's not to say that when the new baby come, me yelling, you may not like that. So it's better that we try to change the things now as this comes up as opposed to waiting for it to be like too far gone.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? No, I get it. And... And that's, that's really why I, you know, why we do this and, you know, why we record and why we go to therapy and all that stuff like that. Cause we just want to be right, do right, you know, and, you know, I don't want to do this with anybody else and you couldn't do this with anybody else. Don't you rabbit ass, (laughs) man, I'm a
0: catch. Fuck wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You want to see something about my two? No, I'm not. No. Yeah, uh, uh, and see that's the difference. That's why you're not as funny as me. No. Because you got to take the low hanging fruit.
1: I'm not gonna take the low hanging fruit. I did it once. It was good. I'm not gonna do that. And I was, and I said, mm, because I'm like you. You just like I, the joke is always like you're a lot like you know our friends do have jokes of, like no nobody else is gonna put up with me. Are
0: your friends and are, are they married? Some are. No, it's, the ones who say say that um, they not
1: exactly. Okay. That's fine, but maybe do they because,
0: have a man? They don't.
1: Not currently doesn't okay. mean they've never had a
0: man. Where he at though?
1: Because, because or, she knows her worth and she's not gonna, or or they're not gonna, settle for whatever, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, your friends say it too. Your guy friends.
0: They're in relationships though. They could talk. But
1: but the they truth, have the
0: real estate to have the conversation. The truth me. is the truth. If you got there eyes and ears, everybody not for them. What the fuck. They may be a lot. The fuck? They probably are. Y'all. All, everybody is a lot. I'm not a lot. <laughs> I don't want to have to tell the world about who you really are. Who, who am I? Who am I? We're going lie this one go. Thank you all for another episode <laughs> of Lovers Quarrel. You know.
1: Yeah, do the close close out. Nah, no,
0: that's
1: that's Who your, I? That's who I I'm not who I am. So I know who I say I am.
0: That's who you are. Go ahead. Close closes out, love.
1: Whatever. It's been yet another episode of Lovers Quarrel. You know, you can find us on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show, Uh on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel 7. Where else? And email us at Show at gmail.com. Or, as always, I'm your girl, Danny. And
0: I'm your guy, TJ.
1: And you know that we fuss.
0: We fight. But but we we love. love. Bye. Bye. Oh, bucket. Shut the hell up. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.